0: we've got casey phillips the tampa bay buccaneers reporter joining us on the show she's gonna tell us what's going on down there in tampa and and not just with the bucks but tampa bay is the host of the super bowl this is amazing She actually gets to stay home for the Super Bowl. And I don't know if she actually really wanted to. She'd love to probably be traveling to some cool city for a week. But uh, not necessarily a warmer city. I don't know if you can get much warmer than where you are in Tampa Bay. But I'm looking forward to talking with Casey shortly. We're also going to talk some NBA. You know, LeBron James is or has been to... 10 NBA Finals and now Tom Brady has been to 10 Super Bowls and as I was watching the Lakers at Philadelphia 76ers yesterday you know I got to thinking about how you know I bet in some ways as Tom Brady will you know uh retweet LeBron and vice versa and you know I'm sure and some ways they probably communicate with each other about being champions, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like that's probably a little extra motivation for LeBron James to say, hey, we're 10 and 10. And over the course of this week after Tom Brady and the Bucks you know won the NFC championship, you'd hear you know uh, media members and just fans on social media saying that Tom Brady is the greatest athlete ever. Well, even if you thought that, then you'd have to, I don't know how we keep forgetting about Bill Russell, uh, Serena Williams, but LeBron James now has some motivation because he's like, no, let me get to 11. Then they'll be talking about me. They'll be talking about me. Not necessarily in the egotistical way, but that is a possibility that uh, LeBron James is motivated by Tom Brady. I'm also going to talk about Notre Dame at the end of the show. They have opted back out of the ACC in football. And you know what? This kind of reminds me of like, you know, if you're dating out there and maybe you kind of want to break up with somebody, but you really can't, and it's off and on and off and on, get out of here, Notre Dame. If you don't want to be a part of ACC, then just get out completely. I don't like this like, oh, well, football, you know, ACC, we need to stay independent. But we'll be in the ACC for the other sports. No, just get out. Just get out completely. But I got more to say about that later on. Later on. But realistically, the excitement is, its I'm not just happy because I love the Super Bowl. There are less commercials. But this is near and dear to my heart. No, it's not the Washington football team or for my wife, the Pittsburgh Steelers. But... I have grown to love the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and mostly because as I get set to bring on uh, my special guest, one of my dear friends and colleagues, and I wasn't really her boss, she really told me what to do with the Wizards, Casey Phillips is joining me. Hi, Casey, how are you doing?
1: I'm great, Jamoke, and I'm so glad you finally recognized who was really in charge. <laughs>
0: That's, you know, just look, what do you want to do? Okay, yep, Casey, it's your show. You run it. Uh, I wish we could have been working together even longer, but I'm happy that you're joining me on the show. Thank you so much. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm
1: great. How about you?
0: I'm doing very well. And, you know, I feel like as soon as the clock ticked to zero and the game was over, I wanted to call you and FaceTime you, and I'm like, no, she probably has work to do. Her team is going to the Super Bowl. How excited are you?
1: Oh, it's incredible. I mean, it is just such a crazy feeling. And for this team to have done such a turnaround so quickly, you know, it's it's not like we've been at the NFC championship game the last however many years and finally got past it. That it's just I mean, to get to watch guys even just make the playoffs for the first time was so cool. Guys like Levante David and Mike Evans and guys that have been with this franchise for a while. And then, okay, great, now they've won a playoff game and then Oh my gosh! You're at the NFC Championship. There's just been thing after thing that is like this is so incredible. Like and and then for it to be at our home stadium, it just keeps getting more and more ridiculous and amazing.
0: I am just I'm so happy for you, and and then there's Terrence and Diane, some other people that you know we've known in DC that are both Bucks fans, and. How fun is it just to be a part of, what's the pomp and circumstance like? Cause it's not just focusing on the team, but the city, like what is the city like and what preparations are they going through?
1: Yeah, it's of course a very weird year. Uh, it is not a normal Super Bowl uh, preparation time. Uh, there is still the NFL experience and things that are being set up for people to be able to go do that. We have um, sort of a, a river right through our downtown area and there's a park there that they've taken over and there's a bunch of drills that people can do and a bunch of activities, which is awesome. The weird thing is, of course, we're wanting to make it like a home game because that's how it feels. it's <laughs> Uh, but there's actually a lot of rules about where you can and cannot have certain signage. Um, mm. the, the league really wants to make sure that it is fair and that it is, you know, for both teams, that this isn't a home game, as weird as it is. So we're, of course, trying to just blanket this city. <laughs> in stuff, And they're like, OK, OK, calm down. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of funny, but it's weird, especially when you can just see the stadium from the facility you know every day when they're practicing they've been seeing that signage go up for a couple of weeks now and that was before they knew they'd get there so that was a pretty daily reminder of what they were striving for
0: in 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 striving for the preparation of of the Super Bowl, I love the tweet by the Bucks where it was just a bunch of random letters, and you were like, "That's how I feel." Or was it just kind of like break glass in case of emergency? Like, wait, we're going to Super Bowl. What are we doing?
1: Yeah, I definitely put the the gift from the office where everyone's running after the fire drill. That's <laughs> like, oh, that's happening. That's happening. Like, that's just how it felt. And especially, I mean, that game. It was not a for sure thing. It wasn't like we were winning by thirty, where you just got to know ahead of time that you were good to go. So yeah, and that clock ran out, and it was like oh my gosh, it's really happening. This is incredible. And it was just so cool to watch all of them celebrate and, and to be out there. And I, I heard that there's even a part on, uh, we had Mike Evans mic'd up. Mm-hmm. And after the game, he's kind of walking over here. And one of our PR guys was like, Mike, the, the ceremony's over here. And he's like, oh, there's a ceremony? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, just like, you know, all the things that they didn't necessarily know, like this being their first time. It's just so cool to watch them all be celebrating. And they're also friends and for each other. It's just, it's such a cool feeling.
0: And um, I I just keep saying, I feel like I'm just so happy for you. What have you had to do mentally to get ready for, I imagine in some way, you're like, I got to take a step up. There's more that I have to do in covering this team because it is a Super Bowl. Yes?
1: Yeah. Again, it's so odd when um – Nothing about it is the way I would do my job normally. All the things that, where I would be and where I would do it, like COVID has just interrupted all of that stuff. Um, but it has meant there has been a lot of coordination going on to get Zoom interviews figured out. And now, of course, every, there's just so many people demanding their time. So it's all—you know the competition for the players' time and interviews has gotten a, a whole lot more hectic. Um, but we're going to do a big hour-long Super Bowl preview show, and it's going to have former players current players a few celebrities i mean we're just pulling out all the stops for trying to get as prepared as possible for the game so yeah it's uh it is it is very interesting and very fun and anything that we're doing that we even already were doing before already we are seeing a huge increase of eyeballs on it when we haven't changed anything about some of the <laughs> all of a sudden yeah. there are 10 times as many people watching it so you're just kind of realizing like i better be on my p's and q's here all of a sudden the attention of the whole world is on us
0: and I know uh, strategy-wise, I saw in your uh, Bucks Insider video, you're talking about Tyreek Hill. You know, when we look, obviously, from an odds perspective and what's going to happen, and the Chiefs are favored right now in, you know, the matchups in general, I actually feel like that's an, an exciting thing. But every game, the fact that Brady and the Bucks didn't just get to the Super Bowl, but you beat Drew Brees, then you beat Aaron Rodgers, you know, two colleagues, so to speak, of Brady's. Now you've got the, and, and I don't know if you heard about this. Like Brady's the goat, Mahomes is the kid, the baby goat. And now he has a chance to beat the baby goat. Just the strategy of, you know, what is the team looking forward to? And I actually think the experience of Brady and the Bucks, I actually don't know how they're not favored because also they're at home.
1: Yeah, I think that the fact that we already lost to them once this season, and that was also at home, uh, contributes a little bit. But that was like right around the time when the Bucks really started clicking, that you'll see that there, their offense, the first bit of the season as compared to now, it is night and day different. And I feel like that Chiefs game was kind of the catalyst game, where even first to second half, was very Mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. They jumped out to that 17 to nothing lead, and that was something we had really been struggling with, was starting slow, getting ourselves in some holes, which then of course gets you out of your game plan you're wanting to do. You have to get away from the run game more and all of that. So I feel like if you look at the second half of that game, that was when we really started clicking more. Um, I do think that because they beat us, because they're defending champs, I get why they would be the favorite. But I know that here, everyone believes that the Bucks absolutely have, you know, the capability of beating them, that there is no thinking of them as the favorite in this area. And uh, there's no lacking in confidence. I don't know if you saw Scotty Miller, our wide receiver, went on the Dan Patrick show and said he was faster than Tyreek Hill. So <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no lacking in confidence here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see them have a race like. No matter who wins or loses, if after the game the two of them could just line up on like the end zone and just say, okay, ready, set, go, and just let them run, just let them run and see who's faster. But I know that may not be possible. Do you get to go to the game? I imagine like the main thing is like, because you're saying it's a Super Bowl, you normally are there for every home game. This isn't a home game. What are your responsibilities? And it's like, I'm, I'm getting in the stadium, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we've been talking about that all week and it's crazy because it wasn't a given, especially with COVID that, you know, that they're limiting just the overall number of people for a lot of different reasons. And there was a part of me that was like, oh my gosh, is this about to be in our stadium with my team and I'm about to not be able to be there? There was a little bit of a time where I was worried about that, but it sounds like it's going to be fine that I'm going to get to go. Um, But really the weird thing is for home games for me, normally I do all the stuff on the video boards. Mm -hmm. Well, again, it's not a Bucks home game. So we're not the ones putting the actual um, production on in stadium that is the league, um, which is also going to be really interesting to see how they handle that in general. Of are they firing the cannons on the pirate ship? Because that's yeah, such a cool, oh, part. Yeah. It's such a cool part of the stadium. But that's a thing for us, and they obviously aren't going to only do that for us. Yeah. But gonna do it for everybody and or nobody. It's it's just sort of going to be interesting to see how they handle that. But I won't be doing the in stadium stuff. So I think really my responsibilities are going to be doing a we do a pregame show. Uh, for every home game, and I, I think we'll be doing that. And on enough, the
0: field, I hope.
1: Uh, sadly, no, because again, of the COVID restrictions, that uh, you're no one's allowed on the field. That's not part of the oh, like okay. the of testing. That,
0: yes, that's true. On it the pirate ship.
1: ship. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out where this is. Uh, where this is going <laughs> to be? That would be a pretty great option. I'll just see if I can casually, accidentally hit the button to fire the cannon. <laughs> yeah. um, it is a button. I know people are probably a little sad to hear that it's not actually. <laughs> You know, a cannonball going in there. It's just, it's just a button. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't gotten to push the button. I've been here. This is my sixth season. And I've told them, like, this is all I need. I want to fire the cannon. So that's going to be, that's my one thing I still got to do.
0: That's pretty cool. Um, But, Okay. So you could be in the stadium, and I know just for all of the, the the listeners out there, I am ridiculous. And so I sent Casey a text and some of our friends on the text that I took a picture of me wearing my Bucks gear. That when Casey hosted us down in Tampa, I bought a hat and a shirt, and I'm hoping the NFL that I'm going to get a shot to have a cardboard cutout in the stadium. Can you? Are you going to be allowed to sit in the stands, even if like upper deck? Uh, Is there talk of that?
1: Yeah, so because they actually will have all seats zip tied shut um, for that aren't the actual tickets that have been given out to people from sitting in non socially distanced ways. That's how it's been for all of our home games this year. So wherever the tickets are that people have, um, all the other seats that are not those specific tickets are zip tied shut to keep people socially distant.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. that is kind of weird, but all right. I guess, you know what? You could just pretend to be a cardboard. Um, yeah, I'll just sit really still,
1: although I'm pretty sure when we, score, when we score, I'm not going to be able to say sitting still. So it would probably <laughs> be pretty obvious.
0: Um, Tampa is having a an amazing run. The Lightning are the NHL champs. Obviously, the Rays were in the World Series. Uh, the Toronto Raptors are now the Tampa Bay Raptors. Uh, have you? I know you're busy, but please tell me you can at least you're gonna find a, a, a way to get around going to a game if that's possible. I know there's all the COVID leagues in the NBA, but the city just has to be in a euphoria right now.
1: It's it's crazy. I mean, the I, I saw that in the Athletic they called it Champ uh, Bay, and I thought that was <laughs> I love a good fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for the Lightning to have won it all, for the Rays to be. Um, They got to the World Series as well. And then now we're in the Super Bowl and it's in Tampa. I mean, it's just, you you couldn't have, I can't even imagine what the betting odds of that would have been. Of all those things to happen at once. And for it to be in such a difficult time that I feel like it says even more about everybody that's a part of it, that not only did you just make it to the championship, which is already an incredibly hard thing, you did it in the year of COVID when there was just so much uncertainty, so much craziness, for all your teams to accomplish that is just incredible. So, yeah, the people of Tampa are like, what is happening? This is amazing.
0: <laughs> it really is. Um, I, I I just, wow, this is awesome. I, I am going to in, in enjoy the time. Um, your social media duties, uh, you're going to be tweeting and Instagram story and everything throughout the game, I imagine. Oh, yes. Um, What, what, any surprises you can share with us? Any plans for the game?
1: Oh gosh. I don't know yet. We're still working on that. We just had a brainstorming meeting this morning and we're still working on all sorts of stuff. So I, you know, who knows? And and I mean, again, like, I think that so much is going to depend on the league of what stuff's going to look like in there that I think there's even I've heard some things they're trying to keep under wraps that are happening inside the stadium. So, yeah, I'll show everybody how the stadium looks different and what a what a Super Bowl in COVID times looks like, you know, that halftime show. It's it's going to be great.
0: At Casey reporting will be on the scene. Um, Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. Uh And I wish you the best of luck. And I'm going to be, of course, rooting for the Bucks.
1: I I would expect so. Yes. Yeah, that's required at this point. <laughs> Thanks for having
0: me. Tell Tom Brady I said hello.
1: I will. I will. <laughs> Bye, Casey. Bye. Bye,
0: Casey Phillips. Oh, what a great time. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did talking with her about the Super Bowl and um It's a lot going on down there. And I'm really happy for her and for the team, of course. And I know she's really going to tell Tom that I said hello. I know she will. Um, I've sent her a couple of ideas on my own of things she should be doing. But, you know, hey, this is the Props Network. And it's for your viewing and betting pleasure. And as I look at the line, it hasn't changed much. You know, you can get fan duel at minus three. The Chiefs are favored. I don't know. I know what Casey said, and she's right. They did play early in the season. My thing is, like, I have come to a feeling that what happened in the regular season maybe doesn't matter as much. That the playoffs are different. They're different. And when I look at this line at minus three and a half, one, I have to step back and remember that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are the reigning Super Bowl champions. So we should take that into account. But I can't help but think, come on, every time the Bucs were playing at the Saints, you know you were saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this game. Look what happened in the regular season. Throw it out the window. Throw it out the window. The Bucks beat the Saints this time. Then, obviously, the Packers and the Bucks played. That was the first game ever uh, with Aaron Rodgers playing against Tom Brady. And, again, throw it out the window. Or maybe not. But that regular season game where the Bucks did win, so uh, and Ian, I am going to say throw it out the window, but this was supposed to be the playoffs. This was supposed to be different. This was Aaron Rodgers establishing at home on the frozen tundra that this is my year. I'm the MVP. And no, instead, in some ways, although it's Tom Brady, it's been a Cinderella season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know you didn't expect them to make to the Super Bowl, and here they are. If you did, I hope you put some money down on it. I hope so, but they certainly were not the favorites. Now they are playing the favorites, the Chiefs. And the question is, what do you put on the value of Tom Brady, this being his 10th Super Bowl, and at home? And at home, mind you, first time ever playing in a Super Bowl. Well, of course, I mean... Look, that's a given. They they were in New England for all of those years until this year. So this is something new for Tom Brady. But to kind of be at home, right, we're talking about his ability to not just be home, but the visiting team is not going to be able to get into Tampa Bay inside of, I think, 48 hours before the game. Which, in some ways, is kind of like a regular season, but normally for a Super Bowl, you have a time to get down there. And that speaks to getting acclimated with the weather, the location, the drive to the stadium. If you, you know, so inclined, who knows they're practicing wherever they were practicing in prior Super Bowls in general in Tampa. There's a lot going into this, there's a lot more media. So, if you take all of that into account, when you think about the fact that the Chiefs are not going to be there a week ahead of time, but they still have to do their media obligations, et cetera, et cetera, it's a lot. It's a lot. And again, this this week, I'm leaning towards the Bucks. Tom Brady didn't even have a perfect game against the Packers. And that team still got it done. Three interceptions. It wasn't great. But at the same time in some ways which some people, you know, if you're a Patriots fan, you kind of complained about it too. Bill Belichick never surrounded him with the talent he, he needed. The talent, excuse me, he needed to succeed. And he still found a way to succeed. Well now he's got the talent on offense and defense. Heck, Ndamukong Suh, who's been on what? This is 15, 16? Key play, tipping the ball, even though the Packers receiver should have still caught it. But a player like Ndamukong Su, giving Sue giving his all a talented Pro Bowl, maybe Hall of Famer-type player if it wasn't for some of his off-the-field issues. But that offense and defense, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. And I think the experience of Tom Brady being able to talk to his team about being in a Super Bowl. Yeah, Gronk can do that too. Gronk can do that too. You've got the Chiefs, the number one offense, but the Bucs aren't far behind. 7th ranked offense defensively the bucks are 6th in the league the chiefs are ranked 16th they are even in rank 1 2 chiefs bucks with their passing game running game 16th and 28th chiefs bucks I'm kind of leaning this way. That to me, I kind of like the Bucks. You look on DraftKings. At minus three point spread, Chiefs favored. 71% of the handle is going towards the Chiefs. But the percentage of bets at 58% is going to the Bucks. Over, under, everybody's going with the over so far, 56 and a half. of the handle, 78% of the bets. Money line minus 167 for the Chiefs. 53% of the handle is for the Chiefs, 45% of the bets. I'd be curious where, when we're doing this show on Monday, how that line will change. I think it might change. All right, we come back. I want to talk about LeBron James and more Tom Brady talk, a little bit. But first, a read. Are you located in a state with legal online sports betting? Don't make a bet this season before you visit thepropsnetwork.com. Thepropsnetwork.com has you covered with free bets and special bonus deals from all the top U.S. online sports books. Get $30 in free bets and up to a $600 risk-free bet at Unibet, Claim up, to $1, 000, claim up to a $1,000 signing bonus bundle from DraftKings Sportsbook or try PointsBet Sportsbook with four risk-free bets totaling up to $1,000 using promo code BONUSPROPS. The Props Network is also the only betting news site with live NFL odds for every game, so you can shop the comps and know you are getting the biggest possible payout before you lock in your bet. Do your bankroll a favor and check out thepropsnetwork.com. You must be 21 or over to bet online. Do you or someone you know have a gambling co- problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Tour Junkies asks, is that jersey in the background for Paul Casey or no? No, it's not for Paul Casey. Casey, I think last year was the first year she got a roll jersey. She showed that to us. She's very happy. But very good line. Sorry, I didn't see the chat while we were asking. I should have asked that. My apologies, Tour Junkies. Thank you very much for watching, I really appreciate it. Casey was great. So I put a question to you if you wanna join the chat. I think that this is the case. There's talk of LeBron James being the greatest in the NBA, Tom Brady, the greatest in the NFL. They have to be in some ways pushing each other, right? Other time has been good to both of them. Now, we famously, or at least I famously know about TB12 and the preparation that Tom Brady has built with his partner in keeping his body healthy, eating the right food, the way he sleeps, et cetera, et cetera, his workout regimen. Now, LeBron James doesn't have the same workout regimen, but at age 43 for Tom Brady in his 21st season in the NFL, and he's back in the Super Bowl. LeBron James on Instagram, of course, put mood, goat talk, hashtag washed Brady. That's motivating LeBron. That is motivating LeBron the same way, right? Of course it is. LeBron James and Tom Brady have both been to 10 championships in their respective leagues. And these guys are just going to keep pushing each other. One up, one up, one up. And really, it's not even about winning it at that point, right? Because it's not like either one of them, they neither one of them have a clean record. They've lost some championships. They've won some championships. But what is a fact, what is a fact, is that for their age, I know you marvel at what they're doing. I marvel at what they're doing. I mean, in many ways, obviously, how many of us wouldn't say, man, I wish we were, we want to be in their shoes, right? Of course you would. Of course you would. And the funny thing for me is when you talk about that motivation, well, looky here. The favorite to win the NBA championship is the Lakers. At plus 60, plus 260. I'll buy that for a dollar. It's not minus yet that's worth that's worth it. as I watched the game yesterday that I said I said take the Lakers plus four. they ended up losing by one. so I guess you could say I called it right? But I look at the Lakers right now, and I think that's a good bet. They didn't even play well yesterday, and they only lost by one. And called, oh my gosh, that was a beautiful play called by the coaches for Anthony Davis to almost get an easy layup to put them up by one. Now the play after that, the game winner for Philly, I thought LeBron uh, shouldn't have switched on that matchup. But great shot. Jacob Stevens says, James is more important to a team of five starters than Brady is to his team of 22. Last few games, Bucks don't win without stout defense. I agree with you, Jacob. The defense for the Buccaneers was amazing the fact that tom brady as you as you so eloquently puts here in the chat tom brady played okay against the saints but the defense getting four turnovers on the saints is what helped them get that 30 to 20 win against green bay with tom brady throwing three touchdowns that defense as i mentioned the, the key play was the two times that – well, that was more Green Bay's fault for going for the field goal just outside of two minutes in the fourth quarter. You're playing the Bucs with Tom Brady on that team and Bruce Arians, a pretty good offensive coach. Maybe you should have went for the – not the jugular per se because they, they would have had to add the two-point conversion to tie it up. So they probably would have come down to that play if they had scored the touchdown. But the bottom line is they held him to a field goal. That defense, it is a defense. It is a defense, and I think you will see a really good Bucks defense, a really good Bucks defense in the Super Bowl. Now, back to the Lakers, they got to work on their defense. I thought they, they played defense when they wanted to yesterday. They were undefeated on the road going into that game. They suffered their first loss. And I thought with all of the talk about, you know, Kobe, I mean, how eerie is it? And maybe this is a scheduling thing, whether you want to say kudos to the NBA or not, because you don't want to, you know, push that, ooh, let's get, let's get all the excitement of the fact that, you know, or or the attention around Kobe's passing and promoting it, so to speak. But how eerie is it that on the anniversary of the day after the anniversary of Kobe's passing, that year, 2020, the Lakers had just lost to the Philadelphia 76ers. And they were flying on the plane back to LA when they heard that the plane carrying Kobe Bryant, his daughter, some other players from the basketball team, and the pilot in their helicopter crash. Tragic accident. They were on the plane from a game they had just played in Philly, Kobe Bryant's hometown, city of brotherly love. It was kind of eerie yesterday. It was, it was definitely eerie. And the thing for me is, is, Kobe Bryant, as I am pivoting here, I wasn't really going to say it, but I'm just going to say it quick, briefly here. I remember there was talk of Kobe Bryant maybe being traded to the Wizards for Gilbert Arenas, and I don't know if that was ever going to be true or not. But I still look back on that picture that I have of him not wearing Lakers gear, and there's the backdrop, the step and repeat, as it's called, of the Wizards logo behind him and this was actually him talking about that he was going to be returning to the court after, you know, a long, uh, you know, coming back from an injury. And I was like, man, what if, what if, what if, and the what if unfortunately now doesn't go to what if he was a wizard, but what if he was still alive and how many people his loss has affected um, everyone and not just the basketball, but the sports community. Definitely a loss. All right. When we come back, we've got one more topic to talk about here. And that's the headline that I read that the ACC returns to normal, to a normal schedule. And Notre Dame is going back to be an independent. I've got a pretty harsh take on that on the other side of the break. BetMGM MGM is the new online sports book that is taking over the online betting nation. Not only does Bet MGM have some of the best odds on all the major sports, but they also offer some of the industry's strongest weekly promos. This week at Bet MGM, you can get a free $20 in-play wager when you bet $50 or more on any live NFL game. And there's only one left. It's the Super Bowl on Sunday. You better get your pick in or picks, you know, remember Monday. I did a nice little parlay. We'll see how it does. Or you can get up to $100 in free bets in the free-to-play Pick 3 First Touchdown NFL Challenge. Another game. You only got one more day to do it. And as always, you'll get a $10 free bet in the Money Monday Club. But that's not all. Right now, BetMGM has a special signing bonus for the Props Network listeners. Do they? Yes, they do. And what might that be? All you have to do is create a new account at BetMGM and use the code JustSport20 to get a 100% match on your first deposit of up to $500. Gosh, I can't even do my own read. That's right. Just send a code JustSport20 and up to $500 bonus bankroll is yours. You must be 21 or over to bet online. Do you or someone you know have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER today. So the ACC plans to return to its normal eight-conference game divisional format. Notre Dame is going to be an independent again. I don't like it. I don't like it. They're returning to this... Five game partnership. And the thing that I don't like about that is, and don't get, and here's the thing, give you a little background. For as long as I was a kid, I loved Notre Dame. It was the The premier football team for me. I didn't like basketball as much. It was just something about football. And the funny thing, which is really sad, the song I like the most is Michigan. And I was very embarrassed once because I actually used to work with a Notre Dame football player. And I started singing or humming the Michigan fight song as I saw him coming down the hall. He was like, dude, you're singing the wrong song. I was like, yeah, yeah, but I love it. Anyway, okay. In my mind, I don't like this. We're okay with the other teams being in the ACC, but football is above the ACC. Even the fact that for the ACC, now granted, the ACC could did benefit from it, but Notre Dame could have been on the outs the entire football season. There may not have been the the uh, the game that they probably all look back on this year, the double overtime went over Clemson. If the ACC didn't say, oh yeah, come on in. The ACC opened the door for Notre Dame to join the conference. And now ACC is just going to let them walk back out. They used you. Okay, you can say, well, we use them too. But in my mind, in my mind, the coronavirus reasons for why you join the league is different from the fact that for years, even in the Big East, Notre Dame always turned their nose up to joining, having their football, not being independent. I don't like it. Just get out. Go. Ferris Bueller, go. You're still here. Like, I just want him gone because I don't think that it's fair to a conference to and this is this is me I'm talking with my heart here I know that there are business things at stake I know that but I just feel like come on let's 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 move on from Notre Dame They want to be an independent just be an independent completely because I don't feel like the conference deserves to, to ever feel like we're second fiddle to them being allowed to stay as an independent in football. And then that also means, but the other sports, in my mind, they don't matter as much. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. You can, you can have basketball and swimming and tennis and soccer and all that other stuff. Those sports don't matter to us. But football matters to us. And we are bigger than the ACC. Then just go. Just go. And let's call it. That's that's just that's how I feel about it. I don't know how you feel about it, but that that's it's always hit home for me. And I think somewhere even around here, probably on my back there. If you can see behind me, let's see. Yep, you can see it. Right there over my, right above my head, you'll see a Notre Dame helmet that I've had since I was a kid. And I just can't get myself to throw it away. I just can't. All right, before we end the show, um, I know this doesn't matter as much to the podcast, folks. I know, but I just like seeing what wild things are live. I'm on Bet MGM in basketball. Serato, Blonde versus Campo Morale? I know I'm I'm messing it up. One of my favorite basketball names, a Turkish, Turkish team, Fenerbachi. Fenerbachi is playing Kimki Moscow region. Fenerbachie's up 104-69 in the fourth quarter. The Nottingham Wildcats are playing the BA London Lions. The London Lions are up 84 to 63 in basketball. We're looking at live sports here. FC Barcelona, not the soccer team. They actually have a basketball team. They're getting ready to tip off at 18 minutes. You can bet on hockey right now. Spartak Moscow is losing to Metallurg Magnetogorse. I know I'm butchering these names. I know I am. My apologies to the teams. SC Byrne versus HC freiburg Gutterin. That starts in three minutes. In golf, you can bet now. It's starting now. The farmer's insurance Open. How about that? You can bet on the winner if you want to. And in soccer, we've got Sparta Rotterdam, Rotterdam versus FC 20. And we've also got some tennis. We've got tennis. Uh Matias uh versus Sebastian Corda. Um snooker, Jack Lazowski versus Luca Breckle. We've got handball, table tennis as well. So it's a lot of sports there. I just like seeing what they do live. Uh, Jacob Stevens said, can you call it a business if the workers aren't getting paid? Touche, Jacob. I know you're referring to, yes, college athletes should get paid for their likeness. I think it's a very simple thing. Okay. it's To me, it's a very simple system. If you need to pay the players, the jersey has a number on its back. And in some cases, a name. I remember Larry Fitzgerald playing for Pitt when I went to Pitt. There was a number one jersey. It did not say Larry Fitzgerald on it, but people were buying the jersey because it had the number one. And we knew why they bought that number. Come on, people. Let's be real. Let's be real. So in my mind, Magne- Sam says, what? Sam is betting on Kepka and Harris Inglis. So probably don't bet on those two. <laughs> The players can get paid based off of their likeness. I think they should get a percentage of everything that's played. Like in the NBA, it's called BRI, basketball-related income. All players across the board should get a percentage of that. And if a jersey is bought that has the player's number on it, while they are wearing that jersey at the school, they should get a portion of that. yes. I think we should pay the players. And you know what? You know what's so funny? When California passed the law, now all of the other conferences are like, wait, 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 Maybe, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe we should pay the players because could you imagine if all these players that played for Clemson and Alabama, they were talking about the SEC and the Big Ten and the ACC, if all the players were like, "Uh, I'm going to go play in the Pac-10 because why? Well, they're paying the players. So, or Pac-12, right? Is it Pac-12 now? Yeah, Pac-12, gosh. So, of course, now all of the conferences and the NCAA is like, well, wait, 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 we'll explore it. Hold on, hold on. Shout out to Ed O'Bannon, by the way, who's been fighting that fight since he played at UCLA. All right. That's my show for you, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it immensely. I want to say thank you to Casey. Phillips, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers reporter for joining me on the show. Thank you to our sponsors as well. We don't have it. We're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, Trivia. I've got some trivia. Of course I have to do trivia to end the show. Um, And the key is, this one is a uh, shout out to my mother-in-law who gets me this calendar every year. So now I enjoy looking at the days. This one is a who, what, when, where. And it shows a picture of, oh my gosh, I can't even think of who this is. Look at this, wow, this is Marilyn. Um, uh, can you see? I'm trying to get this right to the camera. See that? So whoever it is. Sorry, I know for the podcast, they don't care. But anyway, who, what, when, where? This picture is Maryland blows a 12-point lead to Duke and loses 98-96 in overtime at Coalfield House. I knew that. Coalfield House and College Park. I just knew it was Duke and Maryland. The Terrapins are ahead 89-77 with a minute 15 to go. But by the time 21 seconds are left, the score is tied 90-90. Maryland makes only one of four free throw attempts and commits two turnovers during the final 75 seconds while Duke converts a trio of three-pointers, a two-point basket, and two free throws Guard Jason Williams scores eight of Dukes, 13 points during the Furious Rally. Shane Battier scores every Blue Devil point in overtime as Maryland fails to make a field goal in the final three minutes. Now, this was Wednesdays, so I'm cheating a little bit. But I like the who, what, when, where, and I like the trivia question more than just, like, what happened on this date. But anyway, there you have it. There you have it. Um, Okay, that's my show, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for watching. I appreciate it. Ciao for now.